Hey, you guys, I hope you are doing well. Um, this episode or podcast has me so fired up because it has so much to do with dreaming and, you know, having these big visions and plans and ideas. And that is something that just so sets me on fire and just gets me pumped up. I love to have big, huge dreams and I love seeing when other people have big, huge dreams. And it's like, I want to ask all these questions and hear all about them and be their biggest cheerleader. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Our word for this week that we were focusing on, if you're following along online, is success. And so you know, we need to define success in the wholehearted terms, but then if we're going to talk about success, we also have to recognize the word failure. So let's start with success. Um, so success in a lot of people's eyes looks like, you know, a, a perfect this or a perfect that. Like when we think of success, we think of perfection and Although that can be true, I guess, in some things and in certain perspectives, success to me and in life isn't necessarily about the inc- about the outcome because whatever comes as a result of whatever you're putting your focus and your time and your energy into is success. What's important is the tools, the methods, the thinking, the what you're doing to create that success that matters. And so, you know, you might set out to have a goal of a certain successful result, but maybe all the steps that you're taking actually end up making a different result that's even better. And so you wouldn't call that a failure because your success was even better than you thought it was gonna be. So that's why, to me, success really does depend more on the tools and the methods and the thinking and all of that that goes into your result. It's going to make the result whatever it is. And so, you know, when we um, are talking about it, when we're talking about it tonight, when you're thinking about it this week and looking ahead in your life, I want you to intentionally shift your thinking about it and shift it from really focusing on the end result, like, you know, wanting the perfect this or the perfect that, and really focus on the success of what you're setting up. You know, what are you setting up as your rituals? What mindsets are you using? What thinking, what perspective, what paradigm? are you using in your life to achieve what it is you want to achieve? And of course, when we talk about success, we have to also address the word failure. And failure, I think, is something that we are all um, probably in some ways way more familiar with. And in a lot of ways, it's something we're a lot more comfortable with because it happens in our life, A, but B, it's also something that doesn't require us to take a huge risk. It doesn't demand a lot of us. It's easy to step out and do something and maybe not get a full result, right? So we've all experienced failure. Maybe we start a new exercise routine or maybe we start a new book and just never finish it or 
Um, you know, maybe we start, you know, wanting to eat a certain way and, you know, we deter from the path or maybe we start a new business and just kind of lose, you know, energy in it. And so we just kind of let it go to the wayside or maybe we had a dream, but, you know, reality set in and now we're not going to pursue that dream. So failure is something that we're comfortable with. We know it. um, We've experienced it. But what I want to talk about in this episode is really the idea, the concept, the truth that failure is not really an option. It's not really an outcome unless we really try to make it one. So let me share with you what I mean. There's a story in the book of John. So if you open your Bible and you go to John Chapter five, there's a story in there about, it might even start in chapter four, I don't remember. But anyways, there's a guy and the story is about a guy who is, his legs don't work. So he lays at the side of this pool that's supposed to have healing waters. And at certain times, if you get into the water fast enough, it will heal you of whatever it is. So this man in the Bible has been laying, I guess, at the side of this pool, it says for like 30 something years. It's actually kind of a cool story, so I would encourage you to, um, you know, jump online and you know read it or open your Bible and read it. But definitely read the story. Um, and in John five six, so John chapter five verse six, it says, "When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, "Do you want to get well?'" Do you want to get well? He asked the guy, like, your legs don't work. You've been laying here for 30 plus years. Do you want to get well? And I would imagine he was probably like, duh, yeah. Like, hello, don't, I mean, we're all sitting here going like, of course he wants to be healed. He's been laying at the side of this pool waiting to get healed for 30 plus years, right? So of course he wants to be healed. So it's like, well, why would Jesus ask such a silly question? Like, why did he ask this guy, do you want to be healed? Because it would seem super obvious. And so I ask us, like, do we want to have success in our life? And of course, we all say, well, yeah, of course we want to be successful. Of course we want to feel like we've, you know, done life well. But yet we're still willing to keep living in the same circumstance, the same situation, we keep doing the same things day in and day out. They're comfortable, they're safe, we don't take risks. And in the same way, this man just kept laying at the side of the pool. And he had reasons, you know, he told Jesus, well, every time I go to jump in, you know, somebody gets in before me. Or every time, you know, whatever, he he has his list of reasons. But he was laying right next to the pool. Like, how can somebody beat you into the pool when you're laying right next to the pool? Like, you literally just have to, like, roll and not even a lot. Like, you just have to have enough to lose your balance and you fall in. So, why why wasn't he healed yet? And Jesus ended up healing him. He, He looked at him and said, pick up your mat and go home. You've been healed. Which is an amazing story. But what it shows me is that Jesus wanted him 
to be healed. He wanted him to walk away. He did not want him laying on the side of the pool and having the excuse any longer of, well, I just couldn't get in the water fast enough. Jesus was like, all right, I'm taking away all your excuses. All you have to do is get up and walk away. And you guys, that's what happens in our life. We do not have an option to fail. Okay, so hang with me here for a second. We use lots of excuses or reasons because some of the things that we really give as an excuse or a reason are valid. You know, gosh, my, you know, I literally don't have time. Or, um, you know what, I literally don't have the money. Like, it's going to cost $10,000 and I don't have $10,000 right now. Like, those are reasonable, um, understandable reasons, excuses, that maybe we're not stepping out and reaching our dream. Okay? But, have we prayed about it? Have we really tried to find a way? Have we really tried to step out and say, Lord, I know this is what you're asking me to do. This is the big dream in my heart. This is the big passion that I have and it's huge and, and I want to I wanna do this. Like, help me do this. Or do we just continue to sit there and say, well, you know, I, I, I don't have the option. You know, I just, I can't quite get that much money here. Oh, you know, I just can't quite, you know, squeeze in any time to do that. But what if I told you, what if I told you that if you could get the money or if you could find the time, that whatever you were setting out to do would be 100% guaranteed a success? Would you feel different? Would you maybe then find a way to find the money? Maybe would you then find a way to create more time? If you knew that failure was not an option. Because really what we're doing, we're not holding back for these reasons that we're using. We're really holding back because we're scared we're going to fail. We're scared it's not going to work. But you guys, here's the thing with Jesus, okay? First of all, he healed the man at the water, okay? He just got up and walked home. There's also, you know, Jesus in the Bible, there's there's a story about a sheep who wandered off from this, you know, his huge flock of friends and, you know, detoured and fell and broke his leg and whatever, got hurt, all these things. And the shepherd, who represents Jesus, left this big, huge group of sheep that he needed to be protecting, left them to go get this one naughty little sheep who decided to detour and, you know, go on his own little way. And so, you guys, Jesus does that. He cares specifically about the dreams you have, about the purposes and the passions that he's created you to have. Those matter to him. And so when you're off detouring, with, you know, excuses and reasons and, and all of those things, he's going over and he's saying, no, come back, come back. I got it. I've, I, I gave this dream to you. I'm gonna fulfill it. I'm gonna fulfill the dream in you. And you guys, here's the other thing. A lot of times 
what God wants to do is so much bigger than we could ever even hope or imagine. And so we don't have to worry about something failing because if we have learned something from the situation, if we have changed one life, then it's a success. It is a success if you have either A, learned something from what you did so that you could take it into the next thing. So you A, either A, learn something from it. That no longer means it's a failure. That means it's a success because you learned something. So it can't be a failure because there was something redeemable out of it. Does that make sense? There was a redeeming thing that came out of that situation. So A, you learn something, or B, all it has to do is touch one person's life. Maybe it touches yours. Maybe it touches somebody else's. Maybe you don't even ever get to know whose life that it touched. But if there's one thing I know about God, and I know maybe just a couple things. I don't know everything about God, but I know a couple things about God. I know he loves us, and I know that he only can do what is successful in our lives because his love is perfect. He cannot create anything that is sinful or wrong. So everything we're going out to do is going to be a success. Now, it may not look like success in the world's eyes. It may not look like success in your eyes. But if you can go about it with Jesus's eyes, which is the eyes you should be looking through, then everything you step out to do will be a success. So you guys, what would you do? I have two questions for you that I want you to think about when you walk away today. First question, what would you do if for your own life, if you knew that success was the only option, right? There's no risk, none at all. What would you do? Would you... I don't, I don't even know. Like, what would you do? Like, what, what, what big dream do you have that you want to go do? And the second question is, what do you want to do to impact this world? Failure is not an option. What do you want to do? What do you want to do to impact this world? Do you want to start a nonprofit? Do you want to build a camp? Do you want to go save something? Do you want to start a new career? What do you want to do? What do you want to do that will leave an impact on this world? And failure is not possible. What do you want to do? I'd love to know.